Blog Talk Radio. Let's try that again. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to the Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be here in on this hump day. Sorry, it's been a long day. Been up since 3 o'clock this morning. As a matter of fact, uh, for some reason, a different, uh, different ringtone from our alarm went off this morning. And I didn't know it was already 3.15. thought someone was calling from the job, thought something happened to uh, one of my employees, and I jumped out of that bed before I realized it was actually my alarm clock. But glad to be here on this hump day. Glad to be here in the uh, Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to have my co-host with me. It's going to be a great show. Got a lot of things to jump into. Um, a lot of football to talk about, um, a lot of things just to get caught up on. So let's go ahead and get Mario in the studio. Mario, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. Glad to be in the studio tonight. Talk about sports and uh, do what we do, you know what I mean? Tell you what. I know we had Jay Spearman on last week to talk some NBA. I didn't realize we was already there for preseason. Just like I didn't know that we was already, I think yesterday, the day before, was kickoff of the NHL season. Tell you what, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot going on in the sports world right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's do the usual. Go ahead and let them know where they can find you, website, social media, um, where you're at, uh, what you got going on uh, with the Carolina Sports Plus. All right, that works. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus, also on YouTube. We got a lot of good things going on starting tomorrow till till Saturday. Carolina Sports Plus will be at the Moore County Regional Fair in uh, North Carolina. So you can also check us out as far as merchandise-wise at carolinasportsplus.com. Like I said, we got a lot of good things going on. Moore County, um, is that in Carthage? Is that where that's at? Is that that yes. little uh, – Field out there on the left-hand side? Yes, it is. There you go. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I like Moore County. I like Carthage. I like Cameron. Um, I lived there for a while right outside. I'd say outside, right outside Cameron. Actually, it's a little far away out the, uh, outside of uh, Cameron. It's actually just more so a Cameron address. Lived closer to 87 than I actually lived in Cameron. Uh, but love, I love the uh, – kind of the downtown historical part of Carthage. 
um, and loved uh, some Cameron as well. I'm always like going into the little town of Cameron where the uh, you cross over the railroad tracks, a little mom pop gas station on the right hand side, a couple little uh, coin collecting antique places right there, and kind of go on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, did the drive by? Did you ever drive by the uh, Hardy's house, the Hardy Boys house? No, I sure haven't. I sure no. didn't. Um, I did that once. Um, interesting. They have like two like metal. They used to. I don't know. They still do. You're talking many years ago at this point. It was still early on when I lived there. Um, so yeah, you're looking at probably at least 15 years ago. Of this. Um, I know they had like two huge statues made out of like metal and stuff. It was uh, some odd stuff out there. Um, but uh, love that area. So hopefully, uh, is that fair? A big fair? Uh, is there a big turnout in that? I don't think I ever got to go uh, to that. Uh, I'm not too for sure, but it kind of happened at the last minute. To be honest with you, I got in contact with him. I sent I sent him a message on uh, Facebook, and uh, mm-hmm. and this morning they hit, they hit me back this morning, and uh, the fair been the fair started actually uh, yesterday. But uh, they said I could come on out and finish the last couple of days of the fair, and I told them I'd be out there tomorrow to rock and roll. That works. <laughs> yeah, that, um, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> Make sure you guys check us out at uh, the 110NationSportsRadioNetwork.com. You guys can catch all our shows, all our blogs, show schedules, um, videos, you name it, you guys can catch it over there. Um, it also has tabs to all the different platforms that the show's on, if it be iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, BTR, Spreaker, um, Amazon, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, Geosavian, you name it, we're there. Um, so make sure you guys go over there and check it. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you guys can catch all our shows, videos, and stuff we got going on over there as well. Um, I had actually had video all put together to do behind-the-scenes video about not this week, but last week. But things got so hectic. It was a short week. Went to Gatlinburg this weekend. So um, <laughs> I might still do it, but it's going to be a couple of days out or a couple week, a couple weeks outdated. I'm not sure. I still got a hectic week going on the rest of this week before things calm down just a little bit. Um, don't forget, Monday night, you got to catch the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. We had Luke Mori on, uh, pretty much has been behind the wheel of everything. Um, great young kid, hands-on. Um, just loved having him on. If you guys missed that, you guys can catch that on the replay. Um, last night they had technical difficulties on Blog Talk Radio, so they was unable to do the show, but normally you guys can catch Race Chat Live at 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights. And then, of course, tomorrow night there is uh, Safety to Success. Jared Hudson hosts the show on there. He usually has a couple guests on, uh, either drivers, track promoters, vendors, safety uh, people, whatever the case may be. Great show. Um, as a matter of fact, it's the most listened to show um, on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. We are creepy ever so closely to taking that spot. So uh, you guys keep tuning into the 110 Nation Sports Show, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. Uh, Mario, Mario, Mario. Um, where do I want to go first? Let's, let's talk about let's – talk, I, I only sent you one thing, um, really. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of shoot from the hips and talk some talk some NCAA, NCAA talk. Of course, we're going to get into football. There's a lot of things. We could probably spend the whole show talking about the NFL. Um, yeah. 
one of the topics outside of the NFL was uh, Deion Sanders' son, Shadar, I guess is how you say it, and flex, uh, flexing his watch at the uh, ASU fans after the W. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, Mario. I, I uh-huh. you, you, you came back late to win that game. It wasn't like you just dominated that game. Uh-huh. And you've not really beat anybody still. Like, the last two weeks were very rough because you played actually two good teams. I don't know. I mean, it's come to – to be expected, this is Deion Sanders' kid, so it doesn't surprise me. But I don't. I'm. I'm not a big fan of it. Like you've not to me, and I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. you've really, you've really not solidified to be at that point. If you would have beat USC, or you would have won two weeks ago against Oregon. I could see maybe that being a thing, mm-hmm. but the fact that you 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 really got dominated by two teams that you really needed to win with win against two teams that really um, kind of are the measuring stick, especially out west. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm just. You beat Arizona. You beat Arizona. Arizona State late. It was only a twenty-seven to twenty-four, and what you you beat a Nebraska team that let's be honest, everybody in the Big Ten beats the Nebraska team. You beat mm-hmm. Colorado State. I, I, I honestly, until I knew of the Colorado Buffalo, I never heard of Colorado State. I, I'm not. I mm-hmm. mainly because I don't watch or listen to a bunch of out west teams, but that's here yeah. or there. Um, it, it's not a team you really recognize or the coach or anything until he ran his mouth and it became a game. But let's let's talk about the Oregon USC game when you lost six to forty two or you lost forty one to forty eight. Granted that USC game was close, but you didn't win the games, the big games, and so now you're down at the end flexing your watch um, to the the students to Arizona State. Like I I'm, I don't know. So next week when you beat uh, – or no, next week, not next week, because I think US or UCLA might be a pretty good, decent team. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Mario? Like, I, I just – I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quite feeling it. Okay. You know, uh, you know it's, a, it's, it's a different time in football. You know, Deion, mm-hmm. Deion Sanders is his dad, you know, so all the, the extra vibe the the extra little you know swag gets you know a little bit higher you know what I mean they got their YouTube channel jumping from Colorado and like you said they they beat an Arizona State team that was currently was just one and four you know what I'm saying so I kind of feel like uh it's it's a little bit unnecessary honestly even though even though I I do want them to do good you know but it's sometimes it's much. Sometimes I feel like it needs to be turned down, you know, in certain situations, you know what I mean? I understand every win is a big win, and I want to win every game that we play, which is totally understandable. But, you know, it, it's, it's it's getting, I want to say, getting out of hand. You know, I want to see young kids have fun. I want to see them make their money. 
I want to see them do all the necessary things. You understand what I'm saying? But, but the gamesmanship, the yeah. you know, playing a one and four team. You know what I mean? It just it does seem a little extra at times. You know, we love the speeches, there, we love we love the video, but it just it's just it does seem extra at times. So there's never and, and, and to the point I don't to this day don't necessarily feel that that one hit on Hunter was necessarily a a dirty play or anything. Um, I, I don't think there was bad intentions. I just think it was a little late and hit him in a place that caused uh, caused some injury. But it's doing the things that we've seen with the whole watch thing that causes mm. those kind of reactions, like the yeah, pregame fights and the unnecessary mm. hits, like mm. – where is the humbleness like now if you would have done that you you would have beat Oregon or you would have beat USC you know what do your thing you beat two teams you beat yeah. two good teams one of the teams it don't matter but you're beating Arizona State a one and four team like be humble about your win don't go doing all that because then when you play your next tough opponent and they do something because they saw you mm. do something, God, hey man, mm-hmm. that, that man flexing. He beat nobody, but he flexes. So we, 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 we better than them. We gonna flex harder. Like, are you are you doing to set yourself up for conflict, unnecessary stupidity? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, yeah, one of the target one on of the best. One of the best celebrations, one of the most respected people, people I respect in the NFL is Barry Sanders. Like, he got a touchdown, he handed the ball to the ref and went on his business. Like, he knew he was good. He was one of the most, one of the best running backs there to play the game. He didn't have to sit there and flex and do this and do that. And, like, I don't – like I said, I, I would have no issue with it if you actually beat the two teams you really need to beat or even one of them. But you yeah. beat a one and four nobody. Like, come on, like why are you and you barely at that. Like I twenty seven to twenty four. It's not like you even went in there and dominated and won, you know, wasn't like a Miami Dolphin beat down seventy to something and that's what it should have been. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, if you feeling that good about yourself and Dion's feeling that good about that team, then this should have been a much better turnout for the uh, Colorado uh, Buffaloes in this game. But you 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 know what? That might not even top the cherry this weekend. Imagine, yeah. like being up. It was a, what about a minute in the game? And imagine mm-hmm. all you had to do was just take a knee. Yeah. And you win. Yeah. You won the game. What? What? They? What? They even top five still at that point in time? Like, all you had to do yeah, was take a knee. Yeah, undefeated. Yep. Mm-hmm. And instead. You run the football. And what happens? Yeah. You fumble the football. Mm-hmm. And there was like, what was it, under a minute left at that point in time by the time uh, Georgia Tech got on the field? 80 yards later, Miami loses. Mm-hmm. Like, that could possibly be one of the worst coaching decisions ever in college or any, probably in mm-hmm. any sport. Yeah. Ever. What would, 
what was your thoughts when you saw, you know, because this has been a rough week. So, like, I, 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 I uh, worked late on Thursday, got up first thing Friday, got off the job about 9 o'clock, got on the road about 10 o'clock, and I was in the mountains in, uh, in Gatlinburg until we got back late Sunday night. So I, I'm trying to watch all these pieces and put things together and, and watch different highlights. What was your, like, I was like, oh, my God, did, what did I do? What highlight? What What just happened? Uh, what was your thoughts when you sat there and watched what just unfolded for Miami and what could have kept them in, in contention, in serious contention in the ACC? Now you, you, you take a big hit because not only are you not undefeated, which most of these most of these years you can only have at worst one loss, two losses mm-hmm. is probably not going to get you into the, the big bowl game. But not only that, you took an L on a weak ACC team. You took a conference loss, not against Carolina's yeah. playing good this year, not against Duke who's uh-huh. playing good this year. You took an L against Georgia Tech, so you lost a conference game. You are 0-1 in the ACC due to Georgia Tech, not due to North Carolina, who's 5-0, 2-0 in the ACC, not against Louisville, who is 6-0, we're going to talk about that as well. Um, and six and zero, but I don't. They say it must be three and zero in the ACC. Three and zero in the ACC because the where I'm looking at, they have it as three and zero at home, and I think it's supposed to see because every other one talks about the conference. Um, and, and it looks, I think they had a typo on that, or not even against Duke, who I think must have the week off because I don't see them playing. Who I, is Duke still undefeated as well? No, no, uh, no, no, no. No. Uh, no so, so you, you're essentially you're tied to to Duke, like, and not due to Duke mm-hmm. in the conference. Yeah. Um, no, they're well. Yeah, they want to know. They took the L, but they're but they're actually lesser in the conference because Duke is still one and zero in the conference with a four and one record. So here you are sitting in the bottom of the ACC. I mean, technically, you're 0-1. You've got a couple of 0-2 teams. Due to Georgia Tech, not to Louisville, Florida State, Tar Heels, or Blue, the, the, the Blue Dude, uh, there we go, Duke Blue Devils, who, okay, if you took a loss to them, even as incredibly insane as that play was or that call was and, and cost you the game, I would be more willing to accept, okay, you went 0-1, but you lost to one of the top four teams in the conference. And, and okay, it is, and it's kind of to be – I'm not going to say to be expected, but we was expecting a tight battle. And, mm-hmm. and you knew that there's a possibility you were going to lose to the Tar Heels or you could lose definitely to the Florida State Seminoles. But instead, you took an L to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and now you still got to play some of these other teams that – now is going to make it almost virtually impossible for you to take the ACC. That is, I, that's a t- that's that's the tougher part for me, not the the stupidity of the play, not the fact that they yeah. cost you the game, but because you lost to a conference game to a lesser team, a team that I don't know if they've ever made a play, a legitimate playoff. Georgia Tech. I'd have to go through the history. Um, I just. I that that's the part that is a harder 
a harder loss for me or harder part to swallow um, on this loss. <laughs> what was your thoughts going through this? Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that first. Uh, what was your thoughts on that play? It's, it, it was a, a very bad decision on on the head coach, the coaching staff in general. You know what I mean? Where's where's that person? Where's the where's the assistant coach that that can buzz in his ear and say, Coach, we need you to kneel the ball or where's the head coach <laughs> telling the offensive coordinator, Why are you not running why are you running the ball? We kneel the ball here. You, you get what I'm saying? And then and then yeah. you think about of course of course I'm losing to Georgia Tech is is really bad. You know what I mean? That right there alone is worse. But but being able to win the game and then it trickles down to the to the athletes. You know what I'm saying? The athletes that gotta get up at four o'clock in the morning, hear these speeches, hear these stories and hear, you know, how we need to practice and how we need to do well and you and you can't even, you know, just kneel the ball, coach. You understand what I'm saying? So now, now the players are down. The seniors, you know, everybody wants to win every game, but it's, yeah. it's just, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. You, you know who should be on the side? Who should have been on the sideline, and who obviously wasn't? Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious would have mm-hmm. been there, be like, y'all just need to kneel the ball. Well, thank you, Captain yeah. Obvious. I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, your Tar your Tar Heels. How are you feeling about your Tar Heels? Five and zero, two and zero in the ACC. You guys beat up on uh, mm-hmm. beat up on Syracuse. Uh, I'm yeah. not going to over blow the horn on this one. It is just Syracuse, no. but um, in yeah. all fairness, you guys are five and zero. You guys are 14th ranked, um, or at mm-hmm. least uh, uh, this week. I don't know if the rankings have changed. Um, I don't, I'm not looking at a current ranking right now. I'm just looking at the results from last week. Um, but you guys are winning games. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you guys are not a, a legitimate contender, which I don't think anybody would consider consider you guys a legitimate contender to win mm-hmm. it all, um, yeah. you guys are looking good to at least be able to be a serious contender for the ACC, which at least gets you into the bowl game. You, know, you probably lose mm-hmm. that bowl game, but I mean, it's one day. If I'm not mistaken, Carolina has never been into the new playoff system, into that Final no. Four uh, playoff no. system. I didn't think so. Um, so, I mean, for as a Carolina fan, say you guys take mm-hmm. the ACC, and it, it's still far reach because, especially with Florida State, more so. I'm concerned with the Florida State for y'all because Florida State looks really good. Um, yeah. If you guys make, say you guys end up taking the ACC, you guys find a way to get yourself mm. into that four, that one of those four bowl bids, but you lose. Mm. No matter if it's a mm. close game or a blowout, you guys made the game and you lose. Would you be mm. happy with your season? Would you still consider it at yes. least a moral victory? At least you made it for the first time. Yes. Without a question of a doubt, yes. You know, it's, it's, it's still right. a far reach. It's still a far reach. Because now I believe we have Miami, you know, with their little situation that happened last week, you know, you got mm-hmm. to definitely keep our eye, you definitely got to keep an eye on that. You know, what I mean, they definitely gonna have something to prove. You already know the locker room type and want to straighten that situation out and and uh, they're next on the schedule. But we're just taking one day at a time and uh, see how things go. No, and I've talked about this many times. 
throughout the 12 years that we've been doing this, um, all the years that I, I, I want to say it's probably a good handful. I bounced for 12 years. I, I want to say a good handful of them, at least a handful of them, but I want to say a good handful of them, was in Chapel Hill, UNC. UNC was literally the, – the side road was a little bit longer road to me throw a football to lease a property, but if I, I went to the corner, the other corner of the block that I worked on, I could throw football onto the actual property UNC. Um, that's how close I was to UNC when I was working in Chapel Hill. Football was never a thing, um, not while yeah. I was there. Um, mm. the, it was Tyler Hansbury and Ty Lawson, all of them. They won their championship while I was there. Um, I did watch Notre and I've talked about this before. I watched UNC beat Notre Dame. Well, I didn't see them, but I was there when they beat Notre Dame. Um, that was one of the wildest nights I ever bounced. Um, and it was, it was mainly a, a – it, it, it well, still is, mainly a basketball town. Um, the only thing that was really ever discussed about football was any time I had different football players in. And um, so on, honestly, I would have rather dealt with the basketball players because you had a bunch of football players walking around that nobody knew, nobody cared about, and felt that they were better than everybody else and just was going to cause problems. Um, I was fortunate to always be able to keep it in wrap and keep everything in check, but was never big with, uh, like, I can see you be in Alabama or Ohio State or uh, Clemson, and you kind of walk around like with your chest pumped out. But you're come on, you're UNC. Like, when was the last time anybody talked about UNC football? Um, so it's good to see this program, uh, football program, turn things around. And I, and I know they took a part. Part of their suffering was from I want to say it was Butch Davis's days, where the classes and there was kind of some. Hey, you just show up the, and you get in, you get a passing grade or an A kind of thing, and it was a lot, all that went on, and it was issues. Um, and, and they've been able to kind of get all that behind them and, and really turn this football program around. But uh, um, it's, it's good to see. Uh, I'm glad you get an opportunity to kind of feel on the football side what it's like to be a, a winning football program. Um, another one is Ohio State. Uh, we won 37-17. Uh, wasn't the most exciting first half. Um, I was halfway up the mountains. I was at Case Coast for anybody that's been to uh, Gatlinburg while that game was going on. We got to a point where it was in the middle of Case Code that you got a little bit of cell phone reception. Um, I think we had just went up uh, 20 to 7, or I'm sorry, 20 to 17 at that point. Um, so we kind of had a little bit of idea. Yeah, so 17-17, uh, and then we kicked the field goal, and that's when we parked. We walked around. The rest of the family got to see a bear. Unfortunately, this is the first year I did not get to see the bear. And I know that's the first question for everybody is, how does everybody else see the bear? And you didn't see the bear. Let me go on this little mm -hmm. story real quick, and we'll get back to sports. So when you go to Case Cove, it, it, I call it the halfway point. It's a little bit farther than halfway point. There's actually a place with the bathrooms they have where they show you in the old days where they used to do different things. And so we walked past that stuff, and you kind of walk over this little bridge where this water runs to a mill thing, and I'll talk about that in here in a second. And on the other side of that, there's a barn, and on the other side of that, there's a little creek. Well, when you got to the creek, which that's the first place we go, and almost everybody goes, there's a sign that says caution, and then, or the, the caution tape, and then there's a sign that says venomous snakes. I don't do snakes. Um, I, as a matter of fact, the very first weekend I came back to Ohio back in 
either end of April or beginning of May. I can't remember exactly which weekend it was of 2019. The wife and I went to a place. It's called the Taylor, Taylorsville Dam. There's a dam, but there's a bunch of hikings and uh, bike trails and, and hiking trails and everything else. And when we started walking down the sidewalk, I told her down the bike trail, I told her, I was like, look, I'm going to be up and front and honest with you. I said, if a snake comes across this daggone trail, I am gone. You are on your own. I don't do snakes. That's just what it is. Mm. Um, yeah, so new for wife knew from day one. So I went down there where they were, and I kind of looked around for a minute, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not feeling the whole – not only is it a snake thing, you're talking about venomous snakes. And all it's got to be is a snake be underneath some leaves or, you know, because we're now wearing fall, so leaves have fell or different, and by tune – you may or may not know it at the time. You may or may not realize it was a snake bite versus just a bug bite or anything else. And mm-hmm. you're a good at least hour with no traffic up a mountain. Coming down that mountain, it took a couple hours because of traffic. So you're you're pretty much screwed unless they airlift you out of here or someone knows what they're doing and gets the venomous, the venomous stuff out you. So I'm like, let me go back on the other side of this little walkway, and I'm going to look at the water. And then the oldest, her oldest, now mind you, um, he, he's autistic. They so happened after I left, a mama bear and three cubs walked right on the other side of the creek. Like they, I say creek, it's a little bit wider than a creek. Like I don't want people to visualize a creek where you can like hop over like, you're, there was no hopping over this, like, like you needed a bridge to walk. It wasn't deep water, like, but unless you wanted to walk through the water, you had to have, like, a bridge to walk over. It wasn't, like, something small. Um, but it was about a, the width of a regular-sized road is about what it was. And so they sent him to come tell me that there was a bear mm-hmm. over there because I'm always the one – first of all, I'm usually the one who always sees the bears first, um, but they knew – 18, oh, 17, 18 years of doing this. I always see bears, so I want to make sure I get to see a bear. And he comes around, and he didn't know what they wanted me to over there for, so he neglected to actually tell me that, hey, they need you over there or I want you over there. So me and him walked over to the mill, and I was explaining to him how it worked and why, you know, the, with the water turning the mill – turn the grinder and this is where they put the corn and they grind the corn to make flour and cornmeal and all that other kind of stuff. And that's how they did it back in the day. I was trying to educate them on a little something. Um, and I kept hearing while we was inside this little building, this little shack building that you could almost put, put arms both ways. Like it's not a very big shack thing. You can get four or five people in there. There's not a lot of room in there. And I could hear them say something about a bear. Well, there's a doorway on the backside, so I'm sitting there trying to see, but the people wouldn't get out of the way. And by the time they got out of the way, everybody was, or the bears were gone. So I went back outside, and I was like, well, maybe we can see him still walking. And then the rest of the family is coming. So I'm like, you don't miss it. So being the youngest, we won't walk in the woods, which probably wasn't the brightest, the brightest idea. But at that point, I didn't care about the venomous snake no more. I'd rather take my chance with fighting a bear versus being, being bit by a venomous snake. So me and him go walking through the woods for about a good 10, 15 minutes before I finally gave up. Uh, but that's how everybody saw the bear, and I didn't see the bear. Um, but close game. Up until the fourth quarter, and then, of course, Ohio State finally took over, um, went ahead and won 37-17 to get to the actual point of the whole story. Um, Once again, not an impressive win by Ohio State. Of course, we're undefeated. It looks good on the board because we scored 17 points um, in the fourth quarter. Um, 
I'm still concerned when we play a legitimate contender. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. Maryland was 5-0, and 2-1 on the Big Ten, but I don't consider them a legitimate opponent. It's not your, no. your, your Michigan, who's ranked number two, and it's not your Penn State, um, who is still, I think, in the top ten. It's not um, – I think there's one other team, I can't think of the top of my head, who's in the top ten for the Big Ten. Um, not that – not that Maryland's a bad team. Not that uh, Maryland ha- doesn't have good seasons because they do, and they've been ranked. Mm-hmm. I just don't. To me, they're not a threat. This, the crazy thing to me when it comes to Maryland, I am more scared as a Buckeye fan of Indiana, who it seems we struggle every year, and they might have beat us once in the last handful or two handfuls of year. I can't remember, but I'm more. I'm more scared when we play Indiana, who I feel is about the same kind of caliber team than I am when I, we play Maryland. I don't know why, but Indiana, and usually it's this weekend, the same week we can go to Gatlinburg. Is usually I got to spend my Saturday when I'm supposed to be enjoying Gatlinburg, worried and trying to catch highlights because Ohio State doesn't beat up on Indiana like I feel they should, and not have to worry about it. But anyway. Um, Ohio State gave us a win. Um, we we continue on. Um, I just still I don't know. I, I'm really concerned. Michigan looking good. They two and zero or six and zero. Right number two. They got past the whole Harbaugh suspension. Um, so you ain't you know now now you're kind of cruising. Um, I don't know, I'm just not big. Another big game was the Louisville game, and this to me and, and we talked about this on the show. What happens if Notre Dame loses again? What happens if Notre Dame is what I say, and now that win that we had against Notre Dame or have against Notre Dame doesn't look as impressive? As a matter of fact, as this keeps going as close as that game was, now it actually kind of hurts you because you barely beat a Mm. team that now has lost to Louisville, has lost to – I forget who the other opponent that was. They lost – or was – and, and now we still got, like, what, four more games, three more games? Um, so how many more times is Notre Dame going to lose? Like, I, it doesn't – that, that was my big concern because now that quality of win is not as good. Um, but any other things from this weekend, Mario, stick out to you in college football, wins, highlight, head, uh, headlines, anything? Uh, no, not besides, to be honest, we discussed it besides the Miami. The Miami play was uh, the big major talk of the definitely of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the talk of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's going to uh, top what we just saw. Um, I'm, a, I'm going to assume, yes, they are updated. Uh, we're going to uh, point out some of the big, uh, big, uh, Teams or big names in the top 25 with the new rankings. Uh, Georgia still number one. Michigan number two. Ohio State did move up to the three spot. Florida State number four. UNC, you guys did move up two spots into the uh, uh, 12th spot. Oklahoma did jump seven spots. They're actually number five. Um, Texas with the L, they dropped six spots. Um, Louisville with that win over Notre Dame did move up 11 spots to the 14th uh, ranked spot. Uh, 
Any other ones that stick out? Notre Dame did drop down 11 spots with that loss um, to the uh, 21st spot. I was trying to say uh, Duke 17th. I mean, you guys got a lot of teams up there this year in the ACC. It's kind of impressive. Uh, we're not used to seeing so many teams out the ACC. Nope. Um, in the top 25, you got what? Florida State, UNC, Louisville, Duke. Um, seems like I saw oh, uh, Miami. So um, you guys got a uh, nice little party going on. Of course, Big Ten's got uh, Michigan a second, Ohio State a third, Penn State six. Um, I don't know if there was any other. No, all our all ours are up towards the top that are in there. Um, I know we play Penn State still, and we play Michigan. Um, as much as I don't like either one of those teams, and I wish wish what I wish. I'm actually honestly glad that both of them are in the top six. I hope both of them stay in the top six, even even more so. I hope maybe even Penn State moves up to make these quality wins, as long as we win, of course, make them a better quality win so we can help our strength of schedule and help. Because that Notre Dame thing now is just going to hurt us. Um, so those are the top 25, the big notables out of the top 25. Um, I don't think anything really yet. And UCLA, this weekend UCLA is ranked. They weren't previously ranked. I didn't think they were ranked before. Uh, so now this game for Colorado goes against a ranked team. So we'll see what Colorado can do. It's kind of misleading because they're ranked. So, whoa, Colorado wins. They beat a ranked team. But they just got in in there. And a lot of it's got to do with the fact that Miami dropped eight spots, Kentucky dropped four spots, uh, Notre Dame no. dropped 11 spots, Washington State dropped six spots. Um, there's a no-ranked team that was in there before, Kansas, who's now slid up in there. Um, there's, there's some things that factor to why US, UCLA is even in the top 25 at the uh, um, 18th spot. But uh, um, at least now you're playing a little bit better of a quality team. We'll see if uh, Colorado can do something with that. Um, but uh, I think it's everything in the uh, college football world that I think that uh, needs to be addressed. Um, it's time for some football. Interesting weekend in the NFL this weekend. Um there was one topic right off the head, I want, right off the top of my head, that I wanted to jump into. Last last night, or no, not last night. I'm already sitting there thinking I'm on Tuesday night or Monday. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even think I, I'm even at. Um, but Sunday night, I went to bed. It was, I think, 14 and nothing. It was a Dallas game. I tell you what, those 49ers. They look at they looking like they might uh they might be about about it. That 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 yeah. where I said that the path goes through Kansas City for the Super Bowl and, and to be the champions. Yeah. I might might rethink that whole comment that I've made this year. Not that Kansas City is doing anything wrong or losing games. I think they're like four and one. But Brock Purdy is to yet to lose a regular season game. As a matter of fact, the only game he's ever even lost, he ended up in the hospital injured. Um, outside of that, I mean, he's been perfect. Um, defense looking solid. They made Dallas 
they made Dallas look like straight garbage on Sunday or uh, yeah Sunday night. Um, I think there's a lot of things that got to be reevaluated in that game. Um, any thoughts, opinions? Uh, how you, how'd you like uh, Kettle shirt, the uh, F Dallas shirt too? <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely makes the it makes the it makes the new rivalry. Even though they're not winning, they're not going for Super Bowls or NFC Championship games, but really they are last year, but it Mm. makes it interesting, right? You know, with the Dallas coming in saying, you know, no team is going to beat us three times in a row, to really the 49ers really being real physical with them and really being dominant, you know? But I think the the coaching has a lot to do with it, you know, uh, Shanahan, you can honestly say he he's a different type of coach. He he does uh he has some nice routes. He has some nice combinations as far as offense, and uh, their defense is uh physical. You know, real strong yeah. up front linebackers, uh, defensive line. They're they're real deep. They can rotate them in, in and out, and keep them fresh. But you know, it always go it, it always goes to Dak. You know what I mean? It, it leads to Dak. You know. With the three interceptions, even though two of them were kind of like the game was already over, but it just made Dallas seem a little weak and not at the a same little. level as the Forty ers You know what I mean? So it made, it made it, yeah, it made it made it made that talk. It made that that talk that physical. You know, Dallas is here. It really calmed all that down. Um, what's your thoughts on Brock Purdy? Like, I, I'm still kind of, like, he's undefeated in the regular season. Like I said, the only game he's ever yeah. actually even lost in the NFL had to do with him going out injured and in the hospital. Mm. He doesn't necessarily overwow you. Like, it's not like Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or yeah. – but he's efficient. He's effective. He wins yeah. games. Like mm-hmm. – if you had, if Caroline had had the chance to get him, but say it came with an, a, a, a kind of a steep price, just because mm-hmm. of the market we are and what he has done to this point, would you want to see Carolina um, spend spend a chunk of change? I'm not gonna say what we did and the, and the stupidity we did and the guaranteed contract we spent. Let's say more in the aspect of maybe matching kind of Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott um, kind of contract in order to lock him up for the next four or five years um, in either an offseason pickup or a trade. Would would you want Brock Purdy to be your quarterback? Uh, I mean, if he's playing how he's playing, now it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a problem, you know. I, I would say yeah, but you know we got a whole bunch of situations going on, overpaying and giving and might be giving away a number one pick to the Bears, you know, with this with this Bryce Young situation. But he's definitely I can honestly say he's definitely looking good. You know, he fits the scheme of the Forty ers I, I would say that. You know, they they use them good. They got good weapons. You know, they got good receivers, they got good tight ends, and they got good running backs with a good offensive line. So he got, he has a good situation situation going on over there. You can say that much. I saw a meme this weekend clowning because the fact that there was a team out there that had Christian McCaffrey and 
DJ Moore on the same team um, and decided yeah. to get rid of both of, both of them. And both of them are uh, playing pretty good. Um, yeah. So saw that. Thought that was their thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Carolina, um, what's, what's your thoughts on your team? What's the uh, – <laughs> What do you what do you think uh, they need to do? Uh, you know you you know how it is when you're losing. You know what I mean when you're losing, there's going to be a whole lot of speculation coming out. Who wanted who? The head, the owner wanted Bryce Young. The head coach wanted Stroud. You know, so just the rumbles in the locker room. You know, losing. You know, burn burns his contract. It's just a lot going on, Carolina. It really doesn't. It really doesn't feel good or look good as being a Panther fan. You know, it's kind of. I, I do want the first win of the season, you know, but when is it going to come? You know, it's, it doesn't seem like Carolina's strong enough to even finish a whole game, you know, from first quarter to fourth quarter without any problems. You know, without without the picks, without the turnovers, without the fumbles, without the big plays down the field. It just I just wanna win. But now it's kinda of like looking <laughs> looking at games, you know, are we gonna win this game or are we watching to see if we're gonna lose every game? You know, that's the thing that's going on now. So I wanna I wanna so backtrack a second and back to Brad Purdy. Um, five games in this season, uh, QBR rating of 123.1, uh, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, and has completed 72% of his passes. Um, last year in the nine games he played, his yards per game weren't as good. His QBR was a little bit lower, still 107, still impressive. Um, 67% thrower, so just slightly less completions. Um, but also, you know, he was kind of thrown in after two uh, two other quarterbacks got injured and kind of got put into place. Um, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, I'm more both obviously both seasons so far are very impressive, but more impressive the second season with the no interceptions, um, completing 72% of your passes. Do you think this is more Brock Purdy, or do you think that it's the Shanahan system? Like Shanahan is looked at as one of the best coaches out there right now. Uh-huh. And it, it, I'm, I'm curious to, is this kind of like the Brady Belichick and, and Brock is in a system that Shanahan has been able to kind of game plan and call plays around? Or do you think that if we pick Brock Purdy up and let's say we put him on Carolina, just, do you think he would have the same success? No. No. I, I think it's no. Shanahan's it's, 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 it's pretty or, well, I, I guess right Carolina is a bad example because that, yeah, that defense yeah, of 49ers yeah. is really good. <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. Let's put him on Dallas' yeah. team. Dallas has got a pretty solid team. Do you think Ooh. he would still be undefeated? No. no. Completing almost 75% of no. passes, not throwing no. an interception? No. 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 You got you yeah, got. I think, you got I think old, he's good. You got Good. No, I think I, I honestly, to me, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from no no quarterback that's undefeated. You know what I mean with the stats that he got. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do applaud that. You know what I mean. But to me, I think there's a good scheme going on, and yeah. and what the 49ers got. You know, and and I think even like if you actually think about it, 
is with the Dallas and the 49ers, you know what I mean, with the the offensive head coach going against the defensive uh, coordinator that you, that was on the same team, you know what I mean, so that which the defensive coordinator was a head coach, you know. I feel like he has something to prove too, but you can't knock him for being for being undefeated though. But no, I, w- I would say it's I, I feel that Brock. I feel Brock is a really good quarterback. I'm not going to say great at this mm. point. I don't think we've seen enough. We've he's not even done a whole season. Um, so I, I want to I want to see a whole season, and it doesn't have to be all one season. But he's only played 14 games. He's like he, he even combined. He's not played a whole season worth of games. Um, mm. But I also think that Mike Shanahan has done a phenomenal job to be able mm-hmm. to game plan and call plays around Brock Purdy's pretty strength and stay away from the any weaknesses that the that he has had to the point that nobody's mm-hmm. really been able to point out anything. Um and yeah. so I, I am very impressed with that. Um a couple other highlights of games that went on. Uh Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. I we both got that wrong. Matter of fact we both had a bad we this is the first sub five hundred we, we week had we've a bad had. Week. We both went six yeah, both of us went six and eight. Um, that takes me to the overall record of 46 and 32. I'm just short of 60% right. Uh, Mario's at 43 and 35, still just three games behind. Slightly over 55% of his games right. Um, so we're, we're still on the good side, but this was a very rough week for both of us. Um, this this didn't, didn't help. I didn't expect Pittsburgh to uh, win this game. Um, but I told you it'd be a good game. Um, this this is always, even as a Browns fan, a fun game to watch because they truly do not like each other, which makes things very interesting and a lot of a lot of pushing, shoving, fighting, and everything else usually. Um, so always a good game, a fun game to watch. Indianapolis over Tennessee didn't see that coming as well. I think both of us got that one wrong as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston went. Uh, them losing to Atlanta, really thought that uh, Houston had found something. Stroud's been very good. Um, not that they've been great but as a team, but they are better than uh, – well, I thought they were better in Atlanta. You thought they were better in Atlanta. That didn't happen. Detroit, um, unfortunately for Carolina, um, but Detroit's been a legitimate team this year, 4-1. Um, looked very good. You finally came over on the uh, on my side and picked against Carolina for once. <laughs> um, got you, got you a W. Um, no, no surprise. Philadelphia over the Rams. Uh, I was surprised. You picked Cincinnati. This was the one I got wrong. Um, I picked Arizona. Um, I, I think it was more a surprise. Not. I guess the win didn't surprise me, even though I picked the wrong team. I think the gap, I figured it'd be at least a closer game, maybe a 23 to 20 or 24 to 29 or 34 to 20. Um, another good one, Jets. Even without out Aaron Rodgers. This, when Aaron Rodgers was on the – before he got hurt, this game was circled because of the trash talking. Um, I think we all kind of steered away from it. Didn't think much of it because you got Zach Wilson out there um, who has really not looked good. And the Denver coming off the win, we thought it would just go the Denver direction. You picked Denver. I picked Denver. That's not what happened with Zach Wilson behind there. The Jets was able to win – and 31 of 21, and things seem to be horribly falling apart for Denver. Kansas City, no surprise, we got both that. We both got that right. We both got the 49ers over the Dallas right. Um, Green Bay and Vegas. 
I got right, you got wrong. It was from what I, I didn't catch it um, on Monday night. I think I went to bed early. Um, I My prediction was Vegas based off home field advantage. Whoever had the home field, my employee came in on Tuesday. He's like, I watched that game. That was just horrible. Like, that was, I said, because he asked me earlier Monday who I was going to pick because he does a lot of uh, sports book betting. I haven't done that yet for this season, but a lot of sports book betting. And I told him, I was like, look, I I picked Vegas. I said, but before you put this pick in, I did it strictly based on home field advantage. I figured these two teams – Based on whoever had home field, it was who I was going to pick, not because I felt one was really better than the other. Um, you got that wrong. That's ultimately what kept us uh, even at 6-8 and eight this week. Um, oh. any, any topics on any of the games, uh, outcomes, anything that yeah. you saw? Yeah. I, would de- I would definitely have to say uh... – all them drop passes down there in uh, Baltimore. What's going on with them uh, them sticky fingers down in there and uh, in the Ravens? You know what I mean? They need to hit some drugs. A lot of them passes, a lot of them passes that they drop, they're not even hard balls coming at you. You understand what I'm saying? Majority of the balls mm-hmm. is, I'm gonna say lollipops, but you know what I mean? A, a lollipop ball that you're supposed to catch with no, you know, velocity on it. You know what I mean? But uh, it did, it did. Uh, it did have something to do with the outcome, even though Jackson threw his second interception in in, uh, in that game that really that really turned the game around. But besides that, it was the same thing. You know, the big game the big game of the week was, of course, was the Cowboys and 49ers. You know, a lot of people was expecting a better game. All right, Mario. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold on, Taylor. Mario, uh, I got to take this as a work real quick. Um, okay. Talk about something real quick. So I can take care of this real quick. Oh yeah, mo- yeah, most definitely. If you're, if uh, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Michael Williams Jr. He, he got a big fight coming up uh, October 21st in Fayetteville at the Crown at the Crown Complex down here in Fayetteville, fighting for a title. There's a lot of good boxes on the card. Uh, shout out to Pink Panther. He's also going to be fighting. Ain't nothing like seeing uh, Maurice Coleman fight. And uh, come out. Carolina Sports Plus is also going to be a, a vendor at the Dogwood Festival that Saturday and Sunday. But that weekend, there's a lot of stuff going on in uh, Fayetteville. Like I said, you can, you can check us out at, uh, at the Moore County Regional Fair tomorrow and that's through that's through saturday we're gonna have a lot of good uh good merch we're gonna have some jerseys out there we're gonna have some jordans out there we're gonna have some socks so we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna get uh more county fresh as i like to as i like to think so uh take us out you can like us online you can like us carolina sports plus uh but besides that it's Wednesday night. Talk about a little sports. See what's going on. NBA starting back up. NBA, all the sports, NBA, soccer, um, NBA, baseball, basketball, all of them going to be on, uh, I think, next week. It only it only happens uh, for a couple of days out the year. 
So that's always interesting. Ain't nothing like turning on the TV and be able to watch the sport that you like because it's definitely going to be on. All right, I'm back. <clears throat> Sorry about that. All right, Boston. Uh, no, you good. <laughs> all the uh, all our systems went down to work, and um, I don't know what exactly it did. I was like, the best thing I tell you is uh, we have a 1-800-emergency number when all of our systems go down. They have to help you with. Um, luckily, we have yeah. the self, uh, what we call them smart checkouts, but self-checkout things. So you're not completely down. Um, you just can't do EBT, online tickets, which sucks for all those. And, damn, I forgot to play the Dagon Lottery again, and I knew I was going to forget again. Um, but you can't play those things on them. Uh, but luckily, we got a lottery vending machine, so if you're really hard up to play lottery, there's a vending machine you can play the lottery on. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's get into um, our picks. Yeah, it's already 9 o'clock. It seems like every time I turn around, then we got to rush through these picks because it's already 9 o'clock. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, let's, let's get into these picks. Uh, oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. We'll start off the gate. We got uh, tomorrow night. Um, this one's probably going to be a walk in the park and uh, who we're picking. Um, we got Denver at Kansas City. You've got Denver who's falling apart. you got Kansas City who is arguably the best team. You might have an argument on Miami. Um, it's quickly – Miami wins. It's amazing how quick Miami gets one loss and everybody jumps off Miami being the best team. Mm-hmm. Um, they won again, 4-1. Got Kansas City in 4-1. Uh, Miami looks really good. Um, I think Kansas City is the better of the two teams, but everybody just kind of all of a sudden is like looks at it like, Kansas City is this clear-cut favorite of the best team in the AFC, and I don't necessarily feel that way. Um, I I think there's just a slight um, advantage of Kansas City over Miami at this point. Um, But Denver falling apart, I don't think anybody in this God Greens Earth, but maybe other than John Elway, or the most dedicated of dedicated Bronco fans are going to pick um, the Broncos over Kansas City. I got Kansas City. Who are you going with? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm riding that. I'm riding that bus with you. I'm on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm on that Kansas City. Um, this pick becomes more interesting, especially after we watch um, the performance and the outcome of the Baltimore Pittsburgh game, and that is Tennessee is home against the Baltimore Ravens. You are first. Who you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say it was just a little minor slip up, and uh, hopefully them boys gonna catch the ball this week. I'm gonna go uh, Baltimore. Um, I am 99% confident at this point that from November 6th through November 20th, um, roughly, I will actually be in Tennessee. Um, The company I work for, Circle K, bought out another company I've never heard of, Mako, Mako, something I don't even know. Um, Mm. We bought about 120 stores in the Memphis area. Mm. And so they're they're wanting veteran store managers to go and be helped – help be part of the the conversion, the transition over from their company to our company policies, not to run the stores or be managers per se, but be more of be there as support um, and uh, kind of show them the Circle K way and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I get an opportunity here to to hang out in the Memphis area. And I mean, one of the other store managers I've talked, I have never been to Nashville. So, and me and her actually went to, my wife and I and her and her husband, when we went to Cancun for being the best of the best, we all got to hang out and everything else. I'm really cool with this manager. So we talked about one day we're going to go to Nashville and one day we're going to go see Memphis because I have never seen Nashville and both of us have never seen Memphis. So I'm getting an opportunity to see this, this part of Tennessee that I've never got to see part of. Um, yeah. People tell me I'm not going to be impressed with Memphis because of the crime rate and everything else going on in there. Uh, yeah. um, so we're be great. careful. Yeah, so... Um, not the greatest of areas as of right now. I'm um, they're talking, they're going to put us in hotels and everything. And I'm going to assume I'm going to be in a hotel by myself. I don't know how all it's going to play out or they're going to oh, put yeah, me up with another guy, but nah. I'm, I'm hoping so because my plans are for us to still do our shows this two weeks. I don't plan on missing any shows I'm supposed to be in my own or, you know, be in the hotel. So I'm going to take the laptop and everything yeah. else. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, more specific to this game, I Let me Baltimore is a good team. Yes, they are. I'm, it, I'm not gonna call it a catch-up game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna pull a little bit farther away from your game because I think Ooh. at home, I think. I think both these teams are good teams. I think they okay. both have had their slip ups. I, I think I think mm. ten or I think the Cleveland went in there and punched them in the mouth. I think our defense is a lot better. I think it caught them off yeah. guard though. I, I think Deshaun Watson had his best well I know he did. He had his best game as a Cleveland Brown. I think it was kinda of unexpected. Uh-huh. After the Nick Chubb thing, yeah. they weren't expecting us to come with some, any kind of run, anything. Um, and, and then our defense, uh, they should have known better the defense because at that point in time, we were the best defense in uh, the NFL. I don't think much change on it. I still think we're one of the best teams uh, in defenses in the NFL. Um, mm. And so I think that they were kind of caught off guard. They turned turn around, bounced back, beat Cincinnati. Um, I think both these teams are good teams. I think if it was Baltimore, I'd go with Baltimore. Um, and it's kind of the same but different with that Vegas Green Bay. Both those teams to me okay. suck. I picked the, who had home field. I think both of these teams mm-hmm. are good. I'm not going to say very good or great, but I think both these teams are good. Therefore, it's All home right. field advantage for me. I'm going with Tennessee. Maybe pad okay. my lead a little bit there. Uh-huh. Um, next, next game on the list, and this is going to be an interesting one, especially since Washington lost that I didn't expect to lose. Um, to start off the week against Chicago, and Atlanta was able to pull off the win um, that I wasn't mm. expecting to win over um, Houston. Uh, but we got Washington in Atlanta. This is one of those where I'm not going to say they both suck, but I'm not going to say they're both good. I think they're kind of both – they're finding their way. They're, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot of changes. I think they're just kind of – Mediocre team still working on putting things together. Um, Landon yeah. with a young rookie quarterback. Washington with third changes. I'm going to go with home field advantages as well on this one. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, man. You know, it's kind of like a game like this is kind of like a, a coin flip, to be honest. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I see you like, I see you like the home – I see you really digging the home field advantage talk. But – I know I need to catch up, you know, because it is kind of like a competition. You know, who who can who can have the best record? And I do need to catch oh, it up. Is a competition. It's not this, like a competition. Yeah, it oh, is yeah. a competition. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can dig it. I can dig I'm it. I'm a very competitive person. 
Oh yeah, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. So am I, you know. And 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 I feel good that I had to jump off the Carolina bandwagon because they were just getting me too many losses. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm 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 gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, flip the other way, and hopefully this can be a, a catch up game again. And I'm gonna go against uh, I'm gonna go against you and go with uh, the away team back to back game. And I'm going Washington. Washington. Gotcha. All right. Next game on the list is <coughs> minute of this. God, this is a horrible game as well. <laughs> a lot of bad games mm. this week. Uh, Minnesota yeah. at Chicago, both one and four. Oh, my goodness. Both not, not playing good football. You are first this time. Mm. Who you got? Mm, mm, mm. With Chicago playing the way they did, and then you got Jefferson gone on IR, you know, is 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 the team fading away? Is Kirk Cousins, you know, the trade talk is going to be for real? Where is he going? So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Even though Minnesota what? can win, I'm going with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. Yeah, you just I know. I won't let, say, I, you just trying to let me pull yeah. away, ain't you? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I really want. <laughs> I want. I want. I want. I want to as the Vikings, but who at home? Vikings, Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Go, I'm gonna ride out with Chicago, man. Let's. Go ahead and pick the Vikings. Let's be even, Steven. Go I'm going. You ain't got to tell me what to do. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick right, the Vikings. You know, it must be nice uh, to be the Detroit Lions right now. Like, yeah, no, Green Bay right. sucks. Yeah. Chicago sucks. Minnesota yeah. sucks. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Detroit don't even have to have that four and one record to look good. No, like they, they just look. Yeah. The rest of them yep. just suck out there. Yeah, if they win a couple more like, games, they, they will got, probably they, be they, the yeah. first team. Yeah, they'll probably be the first team to lock their dead. Yeah. Lock their, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got Seattle traveling to Cincinnati. Um, yes, Cincinnati had a bounce back game this last week. Looks like Jamar Chase is made up with the rest of the team, and uh, everybody's playing nice. We'll see how well everybody plays nice after um, Seattle travels into Cincinnati and beats the Bengals. Um, I don't obviously. I don't think uh, Burrow is a hundred. I don't think Burrow will be a hundred percent the rest of this year. Um, I'm not going to say I feel it's necessarily a mistake to keep him playing. Um, you get to a point where your record's out, getting out of the point. You know, right now you're two and three. Say we get to be two and six, two and seven. I think it might be time to pull the plug for the year and go ahead and let Burrow uh, heal and have the time off. I understand that you're still in contention. You you were with two last year, still made the playoffs. I don't. I don't think he's healthy, healthy enough to turn your season around. You might be able to coast. Uh-huh. To a six and eleven, seven and ten record, I I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it. Um, Seattle. I'm not still sold on the whole thing. It seemed like last time I picked Seattle, they ended up losing. But I, I think mm-hmm. I'm very confident that 
Burrow's not past this injury. We're going to see it show the rest of the season that he plays. I think Seattle goes into Cincinnati and wins. I got the uh, I got the Ooh. Seahawks. Well, well, is this this is definitely a good week for a catch up week, or somebody's gonna get ahead, or somebody's gonna get caught up. I'm definitely going with Cincinnati. I think I might lock this uh, this up early. Uh, we we yeah, talking about, about uh, Detroit. Detroit locking up the division early. I might lock this season up early with these picks now. Yeah, um, yeah, we see, yeah. You got the five. Somebody should be on. You got the yeah, five and zero Forty yeah. ers traveling to Cleveland mm. um, to play the uh, two and two Browns. I have had, I've heard rumors on how true it is, um, which might. In my end of the pick, it wouldn't make no difference. Um, I'm going the yeah. same way either. But I've heard some rumors of possibly Deshaun Watson not playing this weekend. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. Coming off of a bye week, it was a game time decision him not to play last week or last game they played. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's catching everybody's surprise. There's any any rumors at all that he possibly is not playing this weekend? I'm not 100 percent sure. You are on the uh, board first to pick who you got. I'm going nice and easy, 49ers. I've done said I think uh, the path goes through Kansas City and now San Francisco as well. Even if Deshaun Watson was out there playing, I don't know how confident I would have been to even pick Cleveland at home with the possibility yeah. Deshaun Watson is not even playing. And we got an opportunity to see a couple of weeks ago that the Browns have no plan for a backup quarterback because that was one of the worst um, quarterback outings um, by DTR. Well, by any quarterback, but it was by DTR, um, our fifth-round rookie. Um, I quickly realized we did not plan on Deshaun Watson ever getting hurt, and there's no – like, I don't know why you got rid of uh, Josh Dobbs, who's been looking pretty good in Arizona, or why you didn't really more so keep Jacoby Brisket or – yeah, Brisket, I think how you say it, Brissett, how you say his name, Brissett, yeah. Um, why we did not do what we need to do to lock him up to keep him there as a backup quarterback, um, especially if you're winning – I don't think he would have really complained. Pay the guy the money. Let him be your backup quarterback. He was a, a good teammate. He did what he needed to do yeah. last year. I'm not understanding that. Either way, I'm still picking the 49ers. It's not even a, a close, even a bat and an eye on this one. Um, and, and, see, that's how you do it right there, Mario. There, there, mm-hmm. there was no hesitation. Yep. There was no – I have no problem jumping off my team you if are. I don't think they're going you to are. win. <laughs> you are. We'll see. We'll see well, I say that and joke with you, but I would be – I would probably have to hang up the phone if you pick Carolina this week. Um, this is this should be an easy pick for you as well. 4-1 Miami, 0-5 Carolina. I'm going with Miami for, like, every obvious reason. Um, we'll, we'll see how you're riding this week. Are you, you going to follow suit and just make this an easy decision like I did with my Browns, or are you, you, you really going to let me run away with it this week? No, no, no. I ain't going to say I'm going to let you run away with it. It's so good. You know, the, I, I felt confident in the teams that to pick, to pick against you early, but, you know, Carolina lost. Carolina already done put me in a three-game, really in a two-game hole. <laughs> To be honest, you know what I mean. If you really want to think about it, there ain't too many games that I've lost that you didn't. You know what I mean. Back and forth, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. the real two major, the major two losses that I got are really both on Carolina. I would love for them to beat Miami, 
But if I had to bet my money on it, I'm going with Miami. And there's no disrespect to Carolina, but there's just too much going on <laughs> to even have faith in them right now. I would love to see them win. Browns, now, Browns I'm watching. sorry. You can, yeah. call dis, you can call disrespect when you call whatever you want, Browns. I, have, I don't care. I'm about winning myself. Yeah. So it's um, – Next game on the board, this is going to be a very good game, very interesting game. Matter of fact, I hope this game ends up in my market where I can watch it. And that is the Indianapolis Colts in Jacksonville get the Jaguars, both three and two. Um, I'm going to say both of them are great or even very good teams. I think both of them are good teams. I think both of them, uh, Indianapolis um, and Jacksonville, both have a lot of things they need to work on. Um, one of these two teams is going to have to uh, win this uh, division. Um, mm-hmm. I think I picked Jacksonville to do it. I, I just think, honestly, I, no, actually, I picked. I think I might have picked Tennessee to win the division. Um, Jacksonville second. Mm-hmm. That might have been my other wild card. I can't remember who I picked for the. No, I don't think I picked Jacksonville to make. I can't remember now at this point. I had to go back to listen to the show. Yeah. Um, but Indianapolis, I didn't think they would be doing as well as they're doing with the uh, young quarterback. And, of course, he got hurt. Um, I don't know if he's back this week. Was he back last week? Do you remember? No. No. Uh, he's going to no. be out. He's going to be out for several weeks, I believe. I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. So uh, this should make for an interesting game. Minchu, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence coming off a win overseas. Um, and, and this this brought I say overseas, but London. I, I got me seem like my, I may seem like he went to war or something overseas. Um, uh, this was something that was brought up on First Things First. Your thoughts? Um, uh, Jacksonville had, had the opportunity to be there for a couple weeks, so they were adjusted to the didn't have the jet lag. Basically, had time to kind of adjust everything, already be there, no travel and everything else. Buffalo didn't get there until two days before the game, um, which was kind of their doing. They could have left a little bit early, but still mm-hmm. would have had jet lag, still would have been adjusting. Um, but since they waited until the end of the week of the Friday, or I think it was Friday, I think they said two days before the game, um, it looked like they were kind of sluggish and everything else. Do you think that had to do with Buffalo showing up just a couple of days before the game? Does it get yeah. Jacksonville? Do you feel Jacksonville put themselves put themselves at least at an advantage? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it. I think it. I think it is a good advantage if you're there already on. If you're there Monday, Tuesday. I mean, especially if you're there Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you getting used to the time? The time difference. You're already in the atmosphere. You, you know, there's no rush. Everything's already taken care of, you know, so it's it's kinda of like a normal week. So when the game time comes you're not you know, you're not rushing, everything is already in place. So uh I think a lot of teams are gonna go are gonna go that route, you know what I mean, go ahead and get a feel for overseas and have a good time. But I think they should leave early. I would. I think that they shouldn't allow any teams to if I'm, I'm without looking at the schedule, without the schedule being in front of my face, I'm gonna uh, pull it up on here in a second. But if I'm not mistaken, Jacksonville played back-to-back games in um, London, and that's why they were already there. Um, if that's the case, and I'll let you know here in one second. If that's the case, should teams be allowed? I, I know at the end of the day you're giving up home field because now those, some of those games are considered home field. But should a yeah. team be able to have back-to-back games because of that possibly being an advantage? 
Yeah, they yeah, played, I mean, they played yeah. in London back-to-back. They played two different stadiums, but both of them were in London. So they were there for two weeks. So they had a chance to, you know, make the, you know, oh, yeah. basically already be adjusted to it. So should oh, yeah. Kings be able to play? Or if worst case, let's do this even better. And, I, and it just clicked in my head. If you're going to let teams, which I have no problem playing teams, letting teams stay there for two weeks and adjust, but let's let it be divisional games. In other words, the uh, Panthers play the Saints twice. So why not let both of them be there for two weeks? One gets whole field, uh, considered whole field on one of the weeks, and then the other stay in the other team. That way, neither one really get, neither, neither one gets an advantage. You get time. The first game might be a little bit of a sluggish game, so you're still adjusting to the time difference. But by the second game, both of y'all have adjusted. It should make for a great game, and nobody has an advantage. So either I feel that either you don't get to play two weeks in London back-to-back because you kind of get an advantage, or both teams make it division games um, since you play each other twice in a season anyway, and that way neither team gets an advantage. Yes, it sounds that sounds like a good idea. It really does. Don't you think – don't you – I feel like there's like a feel that Jacksonville is going to be like the overseas team. You know what I mean? Don't they play there a lot? Don't it, doesn't it seem like yeah, they do play there a lot? Yeah, somebody keeps rumoring that that's, they feel that that's where they're going to move to. Um, I don't know how true this is. I don't know the situation uh-huh. in Jacksonville. But that was the first thing I heard today or when they were talking about that conversation. Well, you know, they they go over there and play all the time, so eventually that's where they're going to be, uh, you know, yeah, they, that's that's they where they're going to be home. The yeah, they play there all the time. Even like last year, I think they – you know, I'm not looking at the schedule from last year, but – they, it feels like they play there a lot. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, yeah, it does. You're first on the pick. Um, thank God you're first. <laughs> um, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, there's really no home field, even though Jacksonville is considered the home team because they are in London. Um, and I I'm think going, Jacksonville, one the week before, one the week before, hold on, I'm, I'm going to look at something. So they talk about two weeks, but this is going to be the second week. I want to look back a second because I'm thinking maybe do they have a bye the week before that too? Is that what happened? That they uh, no, they didn't have a bye. So Atlanta, no. So this week's not. This week is a home game. I don't know why the previous two games were. I, I don't know why I just thought this was overseas as well. The previous two games were both the Atlanta and the Buffalo game were both. Um, London games. Um, oh. I was thinking, well, damn, that would make like three weeks in a row they're there, but it, they were there two weeks in a row. Buffalo was that second game, which everybody's giving them the uh, – saying that they had to advance because they were two weeks. Um, they're back now. Um, my only concern – oh, did you pick? Yeah. Yeah, I picked the Jags. Jags. My only concern with the Jags now at this point – is you spent two weeks over in a different time zone. Now you're coming back and have to – now you're the one with the jet lag. Because – and not only was it just a week or like Buffalo, who was only there three days and you were back, you've been there for two weeks. So you are on a totally, completely different sleep schedule. So that's my only concern with Jacksonville is how you how how much did you guys get used to being on a completely different time zone? Um, 
it'll be interesting to see how well they adjust coming back. Because like I said, it's not just a weekend or a two-day, three-day, or even, hey, we went on Tuesday, we leave back on Sunday kind of thing. You were there for two weeks. Um, and, and actually, it was probably longer than two weeks, and I'm betting you got in there Monday or Tuesday. You were there that entire week, played your football there the entire next week, played your football before you left. Um, so, well, I guess it would still be exactly about two weeks. Um, I agree with you. I am going to go with Jacksonville as well. I think mm. they're just a better team, but that's the big – my big – focal point or what I'm, I'm curious to see is how well after two weeks do you adjust being back um, versus it just being a weekend trip or a couple, you know, three or four or five day trip. Um, the next game on the list, you got the Saints traveling to Houston. Um, Saints looked pretty good. Um, Houston, they took the L at Atlanta, kind of surprised us. Um, Stroud still playing good. I just think the Saints is a better team. Um, if these were a little bit more evenly matched, I would have probably thrown this into the home field advantage thing. But I just think the Saints as a team are a better team than Houston. I am going with the Saints. Who you got? I'm also going with the Saints. Next game on the list. Hey, hey, did you see that horse? I, I, they call it a horse. Well, they didn't call it a horse. Horse collar, that's what I was looking for. Horse collar tackle that mm-hmm. kind of kept Vegas in that game and helped them win Green Bay. Do you see yeah. that? Yeah. What would you thoughts mm-hmm. on that? You know, it's, it's, you know, I understand that, you know, everybody's fast. But plays like that got to be definitely, like, just looked at. You know what I mean? It's, you know, mm-hmm. you might as well add that. You might as well just throw that in there, too. You know what I mean? Just because. Each call is risky, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if it's the wrong call, that's what makes it worse. You know what I mean? It's, it's the wrong call. That's not even a call, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still getting penalized for it. That's, that don't even sound right. You should be able to fix that. But that's the way I look at it. New England. Travels into Vegas. I just thought about what I saw. I wanted to talk about it earlier, and then I, we got talking about something else, and I was going to bring it up then. But mm-hmm. um, since we're back on the Vegas team, we got New England traveling to Las Vegas in Vegas. Patriots one and four. Vegas two and three. Who you got? You know, at this rate, how things are going, <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I didn't pick them. I didn't pick them last week, but I'm picking them this week. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Raiders. All right, we went different directions. I think things uh, turn around for the the Patriots. Um, I I don't know. I, I just for some reason think Ooh. New England. They they can't keep losing. They got to get a win somewhere. Ooh, um, I'm not over impressed. You, you figure both Vegas and Green Bay both sucked. It came really down to all mm. it came down to the horse that horse collar tackle, um, which then kept uh, Green Bay from doing anything and Vegas ended up winning by a field goal, I believe the score was. Um, I, 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 I'm not quite sure what the issue is with New England, but I don't think Vegas is that good of a team that New England couldn't win okay. the game. I'm going to I'm going to win. And, you know, I, every once in a while I got to do it too. Uh, maybe help my my situation. Maybe, you know, that might be the one I go on a limb for that helps me at least maintain, because the other ones you picked against me, if you go right, then 
um, we're tired of your head, so maybe I need a little Ooh. something to help go in my direction. Um, next is Arizona at Los Angeles. Um, other than the win at, against uh, Dallas, Arizona has not been impressive at all. Just took a beat down by Cincinnati. Rams, not that they have overwhelmed us, but are a better team at home. I'm going with the Rams. I'm also going with the Rams. Next game on the list, I think this would be an easy one for both of us. Um, but I, I want to address uh, or ask you a question uh, about mm-hmm. a play in this team, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles, who are five and zero, five and zero, traveling to New York or New Jersey um, to play the Jets at two and three. My question is: this whole talk about the what the, the quarterback sneak play they do that they push the quarterback and everything else. Uh, some people wanting it to be banned. Um, I guess one of the other teams did it last week or the week before it caused an injury. Um, people, other people feel that why are you going to take something away just because one team has mastered it? Um, I'm kind of on that side of you don't let the de- defense run up or push each other or run up on each other's back because of safety issues on field goals. So why would you kind of do something that's kind of the same but not quite the same? Uh, I I just think you're taking – I don't know. I'm kind of in the air with that because Mm -hmm. I don't want my dislike for a team also factor into it, and I can't stand Philadelphia. Um, I've seen enough video. I can't stand their fans either. Um, but um, what are your thoughts on that? Should that be a legal play? Do you have any issue with that play? Um, do you think safety is kind of not being looked at on this play? What are what are your thoughts on this whole Philadelphia and this whole push the quarterback thing that they have mastered? It definitely is a, a tricky play, you know, especially when it's in that goal line and yard. And then you got a quarterback that did lift so much weight, so you are, and he's not the tallest quarterback, so he's already low. Mm. Uh, it, it is, it is, it is kind of a toss-up play, you know. Uh, it's kind of like if you can't, of course, if you can't, you need to stop them. You know, if you look at it on defense, you know, you got to stop them before they get in that range where you don't have to, you mm-hmm. don't have that scenario. You know what I mean? But then on the same token, you got the you got the the running backs, fullbacks, everybody pushing the quarterback at the same time too. But uh, I say just like the NFL did, I can I can let let's see how it goes. One more year, you know how 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 it looks. But you got you got to be able to stop them. You know what I mean? If you're if you if you're just crying about that just one particular play, you should have stopped them off fourth down at the goal line. You know, get lower than they can get low. However the case may be. Oh. Why do you think, or what do you think, or how do you think mm-hmm. Philadelphia has been able to master this and nobody else is really, like, what do you think is so different about Philadelphia? Yeah. I, I, like, nobody I, I else say, can master it or even come close to what how Philadelphia does this. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, you know, the with him being short, I, they can definitely tell they definitely, they're, 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 
There's a bunch of short quarterbacks out there, though. Bryce Young is short. There's a bunch of – I don't know, it's just weird to me. Like, nobody else is even on the same level. And it's just a simple quarterback sneak. It's not like this crazy design play or something. I Mm. I don't get it. Like, they are able almost every time to be able to push that quarterback up there and kind of bully that line. And – they got a obviously a really good offensive line, but is I'm not going to say it's the best offensive line. It's probably easily top five, top ten. But yeah, there's other offensive lines. There at the beginning of the season, Dallas Cowboys was considered one of the t- best ways that they protect and what they do with and make holes for Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, the 49ers got a really good offensive line. There's oh. a lot of good offensive lines out there, and nobody, not even Kansas City, like. Mahomes cannot do that on a regular basis, and he's not a very tall quarterback. Um, yeah. That do they do this every time? Like I don't, I, I, I'd have to look up because I know they keep track of this. What their success rate is, but I bet you their success rate versus them, versus everybody else in the NFL, has got to be an astronomical difference. Like it just blows yeah. my mind. That no, it's, it's like they have a cheat code or something like, like the old contra days with the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. Like they had this yeah. code. Like I don't make sense uh. to me. But we got Philadelphia in New York or New Jersey against the Jets. Who you got? I'm going off Philadelphia. Yeah, I figure so. <laughs> I can see there. I can see Zach Wilson being different. I can't see Zach Wilson beating Philadelphia. Uh, the next game on the list is, and this should be a good game, Detroit, and it's going to be a hard pick too. Detroit at Tampa, or yeah, at Tampa Bay. The issue with it is, what Baker Mayfield do we get? Do we get the three and O part of this three and one Baker Mayfield, or do you get that O and one part of Baker Mayfield that wasn't so hot? Uh, Detroit, like we talked about at the beginning of the season or beginning of the show or beginning of our picks anyway, could be the quickest team to lock in their playoff because the rest of the division sucks. Um, also, being 4-1 and one and being a really good team helps their case. Um, this is one I feel both these teams are really good. I feel both these teams um, – are going to make probably I was be willing to bet both these teams are going to make the playoffs, especially since out in the north, I don't think that turned out the way we thought it was going to turn out. I think we were expecting the Saints to be a little bit better. Um, Tampa Bay, I think, or I'm sorry, not Tampa Bay, Atlanta is where we thought they were going to be. I think Carolina, we expected a little bit better. You probably more so than me. Um, I don't think I don't know if I had I don't think I had them finished last, but I don't think I had them much better in Atlanta, but below the other two teams. Um, I think New Orleans is the one that kind of really threw me out off there. I think at this point, this is Tampa Bay's division to lose. If they continue playing the way they're playing, they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, this one, with both these teams being as good as they are, plus Tampa Bay used to playing outside more than Detroit. Um, with the with the dome and everything, I like Tampa Bay better at this one with the home field, open field, nice mm. weather. Um, I, I Detroit has no advantage. I feel that the the dome kind of gives advantage to the dome teams because you got not only do you have your crowd, but there's no other factors. At least at Tampa Bay, 
they're used to their their weather. They're used to the conditions. They know how their field flows with the open field and everything. And like I said, as long as they play like the three-win Tampa Bay team part of this, um, there's no doubt that they could beat Detroit. Um, I just hope that lost part of Tampa Bay doesn't show up because I'm going with the Bucks. Oh, okay, okay. As well, but somebody's going to be up and somebody's going to be down. I'm going with the line. <laughs> it's a good week All right, right you. We got two weeks there, two games left. You're first on this one. We got the one and four Giants traveling to actual New York to play the Buffalo Bills um, with a three and two record. Who you got? Go ahead and go with them Bills. I am going to follow suits because other outside of that crazy comeback win that Daniel Jones and the Giants did, they've really been non-existent ever since Buffalo. Whether whether it was or was not due to jet, jet lag losing to Jacksonville, that's what I'm going to chalk it up with as well. It wasn't like they were blown out. They barely lost that game. Um, back at home, back in their stadium, been sleeping back in their beds, no long traveling um, other than the flight back. But I guarantee they went ahead and came back Monday, either Sunday night or Monday morning to get their rest. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills as well. Last game on the list. They call them America's team. I don't know why they call them America's team. Um, at this point, there are just some annoying Cowboy fans, and that's really it. They're, it's not America's team. Um, but we're going to go with that title. Travels to Los Angeles, or actually stays in California um, after um, losing to the 49ers, to play the Chargers. Um, I think Chargers are a good team. I like the Chargers. Mm. I think that might have been my mm. other um, my wild card team. But with that being said, and Charger fans don't take that personal because if it had been any other team at home on a Monday night, I probably would have picked you. But Dallas got smacked in the face and hard and put on blast, on notice, and embarrassed on a standalone game on Sunday night last week. <clears throat> There's no doubt they're coming into this week and trying to make a statement that, look, we them boys. Um, I'm going to go with Dallas just as simply as I think that they're going to be all in to prove uh, that they still should be in the talks of playoffs and even Super Bowl. Cowboys is my pick. Yeah, it would be uh... – It it wouldn't be a good look if the Cowboys lost for prime time. No. No. Back-to-back weeks. Uh, (laughs) Back-to-back weeks. (laughs) Chargers is a good team now, you know? Yeah. And, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and lean on the Cowboys and think they're going to come back and bounce back. But if they lose, it's gonna be ugly out there. But I'm going. I'm Six. going Cowboys. I tell you what, Mario, this is going to be an interesting week because we have six different picks. We've never had a week. Yeah. We've had so many different mm-hmm. picks. 
Um, so this is going to possibly not watch what will end up happening is we'll split and each win three of those games and mm-hmm. all that for nothing. And we still at the same place we are, or this could make or break our season. This could take me to a nine, mm-hmm. nine game advantage, or this could put you up three games and me trying to chase you back mm-hmm. down. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, that's our picks for this week. Uh, Mario, go ahead and let them know where they can find you website, social media wise, um, Fairwise, all those whatnots, and we'll get things wrapped up. All right, don't worry. You can catch Carolina Sports Talk on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com. And you can also, if you're out in the Moore County area in North Carolina, we'll be at the fair starting tomorrow through Saturday. So if you're in that area, just come check us out and uh, see what we got to offer. Don't forget, you guys can check out our shows, our blogs, our show schedules, marketing partners, all that, and all the links to all the different platforms our podcasts are on over at the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network.com. Um, or, if, or you can just Google on all the platforms you listen um, to podcast on, if it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, uh, YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, BTR, Spreaker, just Google the 110 Nation or the 110 Nation Sports. You'll be able to pull, pull that up. Follow us. Um, I want to thank everybody that is helping us uh, continue to grow. It's been a, it's been a phenomenal run. Um, this is probably out of 12 years. This has been my favorite by far year. There is so much that we are doing, so much we are learning, so much we are trying to expand on. One of those would be our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe over there. Help us continue to grow our YouTube presence so we can continue to grow. Um, like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Follow us on Twitter at 110 Nation. Instagram, the underscore 110 underscore Nation. Monday nights, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. Chris, Yellow Caution Flag, Crate, and myself sit down interview um usually have drivers on uh, but interview an athlete um or a crew member or track promoter or anything or anybody all up to this point have been drivers we had a phenomenal show monday um last monday actually was one of my favorite shows um the guy we had uh, the driver we had this monday missed the last monday so we did the whole show talking just about different topics in racing it was a fun i loved it had a great time it was kind of unscripted just conversation for 30 minutes was a great time um, race chat live you guys can catch tuesday nights right here on the 110 nation sports radio network eight o'clock all shows are eight o'clock on the 110 nation as of right now anyway so that's not the only time frame or time slot available that just what all of them are scheduled at um they uh chris uh taz and miss lee uh, catch you guys up on the latest going on in the racing world, more specifically, usually just NASCAR, um, but will and do talk all sports as well. And then uh, tomorrow night on Thursday nights, um, you got safety to success. Jared Hudson will be sitting down with a couple guests, usually as drivers, track promoters, vendors, safety people, stuff like that. Um, the the most listened show listen to show on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, great interviews, great great conversations. Make sure you guys check that out as well. Mario, anything else? Did I forget anything? Can you think of anything? 
No, no, it is. I definitely, I definitely like doing a show with you every Wednesday night. So uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, next week. Yeah, it is. It's gotten to a point. Into all honesty, and I don't know if I told you this or maybe the wife. It's gotten to a point because one point time my shows, I, I had fun. Then it got to a point where I didn't have anybody with me, and especially with my schedule, it made it hard. It got to a point that I didn't enjoy it as much because I'm trying to pull for topics and my schedule and not be able to keep up with everything made it hard because I don't know everything that's going on, so I wasn't able to research things, have topics, have things planned out, and maintain a show and all by myself and talk to myself the entire time mm-hmm. when I was too busy to keep up with sports. Um, this season has been my favorite season out of the 12 years that I've been here um, doing this, and every week I feel we get better and better and better, um, mm-hmm. and it has gotten to a point. I love Wednesday nights. I look forward to Wednesday nights. I look forward to sitting here and talking sports for an hour or hour and a half. At this point, so we're going to probably end up having to go to two-hour shows. Mm-hmm. Um, or I love it. Um, next week, we should, I'm going to reach out to him to confirm, but we should have Jay Spearman on for about 20 minutes. Um, I think mm-hmm. throughout the NBA season, we're going to have him on every other week for about 20 minutes um, with his busy schedule with work and kids and everything else. Um, I don't want to overwhelm or make him stretch things and not be able to do it or not want to do it. Um, so we're looking at trying to do about 20 minutes every other week. So I will reach out, but I do expect to have Jay Spearman on the show for about 20 minutes next week. So looking forward to that as well. Love having him join us. I miss doing shows with him. Uh, I miss him coming on. I miss him and his blogs. He used to do blogs for us as well. Um, had uh, wrote some phenomenal pieces back in the day. Um, his NDA um, expertise um, is phenomenal. Um, I love having him on. So we have that extra um, knowledge and uh, be able to cover more sports. So I love having him on as well. But, Mario, yes, I um, – I don't know why we didn't do this before, um, but I, mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad that you decided that you would want to come on the show with me and do this. And like I said, I think every week this has gotten better and better. Um, I yep. think the first show or two was a little kind of, I hope we can do this. Uh, it, it makes it rough, the, the rough part about it, especially when either you don't know the person or you've never done this kind of anything with somebody or you've not talked to them in a while. And that's, you know, part of our other, other thing going into this is, you know, we'll comment back and forth, but we didn't have, well, one, we didn't have any face-to-face or actual phone conversations. You know, we might've messaged back and forth throughout the years or, you know, voice message back and forth on, on messenger, but we never, we never done anything like this or had to, you know, an actual conversation or anything. So when you go into it and you, you've not really talked to any, you know, talk to your co-host, but then you're doing it in two different states. So it's not like we get a chance to sit in front of each other next to each other and know when he's going to talk or when I'm going to talk or where we're going to, you know, so for us to at this point, basically do the show flawless with hardly any overlap um, and any over or talking over, 
each other is phenomenal to me and shows us how quickly we have been able to come together and do this show together. And even last week after the show, Jay Spearman uh, texted me and apologized because at one point, and if he wouldn't have pointed it out on the show, I don't think anybody would have noticed because I, I was re- getting ready to go into the next subject and I kind of drug me saying something because I didn't know if everybody was done. I wanted to give everybody a chance, and I went ahead and started to say something. That's when he said something, and uh, it wasn't that I was ready to move on necessarily or, you know, I felt that I was over-talked. I was – I just – it was enough of a silence. I I thought we were done with that, and he wasn't – I'm not talking about like, look, if you wouldn't even point it out, I don't think anybody would have noticed. So that's how minor it was, um, at least in my eyes, that it was. And even having him on, so not only have we been able to come together like this, but then I've had this relationship with Jay. You're still new with Jay. So for all three of us to be in three different states, me and you hadn't talked in uh, a couple years, like actual conversations. I hadn't talked to Jay in a few years. Um, and you guys have never talked in your lifetime, but all of us come mm-hmm. together and be able to do this almost flawlessly is such a phenomenal thing to me and a great time. I give this uh, another month or two, and you would have swore me and you have been doing this for years on top of years. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, this has definitely been um, an unexpected surprise, but it has been great, and it makes it one of my favorite nights. Um I'm looking to the forward to the day that you and I are doing this every day, and this is all we got to do outside of yeah. sports stuff. So um, it, it, this is this is beyond more than I ever imagined at this point. Um, so thank you for uh, coming on board with us as well. Um, I think we're going to get out of here for the night. Um, like I said, next Wednesday night, We'll be talking NBA. We should have Jay Spearman in the studio. Of course, we'll be talking our NFL, NCAA, and any other of the big topics that are out there. You guys have a great night, and until next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.